Hello and welcome to Cutting to the Bull in the post truth apocalypse. I'm Ben. As always, I'm hanging out with Mike. Hello. Claire. Hey. And Pete has joined us again. Hello. He's back. Back again. They ain't getting rid of me now. What do you mean you've been crashing on Mike's sofa for the last two weeks? <laughs> yes, and today we're going to ask, I think, the eternal question. Did Eisenhower meet with aliens? No. Maybe. <laughs> Anyone? We'll see. Yeah. We'll, see. I, we'll look at the evidence. It's a tough one, isn't it, this one, I think. I think it's like every UFO story from the 1950s is you have to take it as a, a pinch of salt and believe eyewitness testimony. Yeah, definitely. But first, let's thank some new and returning listeners. Such as Dad Oakland in California, Zurich in Switzerland, Sandliford, right? Sandiford in Norway, Tehran in the Islamic Republic of Iran. You probably get fucking stoned to death for listening to this, mate. Frankfurt am Main in Germany, Gidnia in, I think that's how you say, Gidnia in Poland, Zagreb, Croatia, Jakarta in Indonesia, Accra in Ghana, Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Arkansas. That's produced date. Yes. It does look like that when you see the name. It does, yeah. that's what throws it, really it every does. time. Varberg in Sweden, Palos Hills in Illinois, Libertyville, Illinois. Chicago, Illinois, popular in Illinois. Guadalajara, Spain, Indianapolis, Indiana. Aliso Viejo, I think that's how you say it, in California. Croydon in the United Kingdom. DPR in Wisconsin, Broadman, Oregon. Madrid, Spain, and Ashburn, Virginia. Thank you very much for listening. I think you totally killed that. Alicia Vijo. Now there's no J's in Spanish, is there? Valicia Vijo. Right, okay, that's better. It's better than how you first pronounced it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Miss Little Miss Pronunciation Police. She's been doing it with every language. She's going to get a little blue light, isn't she, every time? Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, well, just you wait till weird news. <laughs> Did President Eisenhower meet with aliens at not only the Holofoten Air Force Base, uh, the other one too? So there's two, three, me- there's three, three meetings. meetings. There's three meetings. Three? Yes. Wasn't one Allegedly three. One was in Sunny Edwards Air Force and Holloman Air Force Base. California and New Mexico. California, that's what I was thinking. So in 1953, President Harry Truman gave up the Oval Office and passed the reins of power to his successor, President Dwight D. Eisenhower, or as he liked, as everyone called him, Ike. I like Eisenhower. Got a lot of time for Eisenhower. Is he good, was he? Well, he was a, the only four-star general in the World War, World War II, won the war against Germany, went home, became president, presided over the greatest expanse of the middle class in history. 1950s America. That's where you want to live if you're going to go back, isn't it? Yeah. It is the best that anybody's had it in history, the working man. Yeah. The common man, yeah. Mm. You know, the, the jobs are well paid, you can afford a decent house, yeah, fancy house. car, yeah. support your family on one wage coming in, live a good life. They helped a lot of the veterans as well, did they? They had the GI Bill, which provided training to all the veterans who come back. It was a great... How many wars did he start, though? He's a general. You've got to forgive him for Um, that. None, because the Korean War was 55. Oh, so he'd have thought he'd just done Korea. He would have... That was a UN mission, not a a war start. That was something they joined in on, wasn't it, really? Yeah, it was a UN UN Mm. mandate. Because Chomsky says every president after Roosevelt... As a war criminal. 
Well, Chomsky says a lot of things. I'm just putting Chomsky says the unvaccinated should be put into camps. Well, I don't know. I've not heard him say that, but he, he definitely said that. It's worth thinking about. Well, I'm not saying it's not true in a lot of cases. Certainly within the last 20 years. Yeah, it appears that Truman also gave Ike a pretty hefty file concerning a top-secret project called Majestic 12. That's an episode for another day. The Majestic 12 is basically 12... High-ranking. High-ranking scientists, military personnel and other government professionals who all work together to understand and communicate with UFOs and extraterrestrials. Would this be linked with the Blue Books? Yes, it would have come yeah. from Blue Book. Because I was thinking that would be a... Another, uh, definitely another day subject if it's not been... Yeah, no, we'll, <laughs> yeah, Blue has been on the list yet. for a while. Yeah. We'll get round to that. It's probably going to involve me watching the show. Good show. Yeah. Good show. Yeah, it is decent. Yeah. It's got a little finger in it from Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah, he's actually quite good in it. He's really... He, he ain't little finger in it, put it that way. No. What he's he's likeable. Project Blue Book. I'm not heard of it. Really good. J. Allen Hynek, isn't it? Is, is he, plays, he plays Alan Hynek, who started yeah. off as a sceptic. And yeah, by the end, he was a believer. Complete sceptic, but yeah. Within two seasons, <laughs> he was a complete be- believer. But no, Not like Scully then, that all this shit happens to him and she still doesn't believe. Yeah. <laughs> that was getting ridiculous towards the end. It's like, oh no, it's not aliens, but it's like Scully. You've literally been abducted by aliens, impregnated by aliens, you've been beaten up by poltergeists, you've seen spirit men. That guy that crawled through the gutters. The guy that crawled through the gutters. The quad guy that, that <laughs> could get legs when he went into his dreams and killed the people he held responsible for taking his arms and legs. You've seen all of that. <laughs> <laughs> and at no point... Still didn't believe. And you still don't believe in any of it. She's worse than I am. Unless <laughs> <laughs> it's got aliens, of course. Unless it's got aliens in it, of course. <laughs> Now, President Eisenhower was extremely interested in UFOs and ETs, and there is evidence that he met, some evidence, that he met with ETs secretly at least on three occasions. Once at Edwards Air Force Base in California, and twice at Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico, not that far from Roswell. Since the Eisenhower meetings, other instances of UFOs landing at or near Holloman have been reported. But let's go back to 1954. Sorry, Eisenhower, five-star army general, the only five-star. Did I say four? Mm-hmm. My apologies. He was a five, the only five-star general. and always had a strong belief in life on other planets. In February 1954, he was spending several days in Palm Springs on vacation. He disappeared for several hours one Saturday afternoon and even missed a scheduled public dinner. He was not seen again until late the following morning. The press questions Ike's whereabouts... So the White House press secretary told them that I could chipped a tooth and gone to see a dentist. Who Sounds like such a lame excuse, doesn't it? It does. Even at the time, rumours were that he was visiting extraterrestrials at nearby Edwards Air Force Base. The dentist story falls apart upon close inspection. In all fairness, it does. Yeah, right? I agree. Because everything Eisenhower did, and everything any president does is meticulously written down. That includes medical procedures. Mm. If he'd have had to go and see a dentist, it would have been written down and recorded somewhere. And it would have been an approved dentist. That's it, not just some local dentist. You're telling me that Air Force One doesn't have a dentist on board. And then there's the fact that his wife, the dentist's wife, knew nothing about the fact that her husband had just done a new cap for the President of the United States. There's no way on earth... In her words, there was no way on earth 
that her husband would not have mentioned yeah. the fact that she <laughs> yeah, worked on exactly. the United States that day. So he, it's a Saturday, so he gets a phone call at home, like, hey, um, oh wow, yeah, sure, um, I'll, I'll be at the... I'll be at the surgery right away. You'll never guess what. I've, I've got to put a cap back on the president's tooth. Uh-huh. I mean, come on, you mentioned it. When you do the best day of your life as a dentist. No matter as well, no matter how much secrecy they make you swear to, you're still going to tell your wife. Yeah, something like that. If somebody stuck something up your arse, maybe you might keep that secret. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But there's no... Yeah, the no World War II shell up his arse. <laughs> But with that, there's there's no reason why he wouldn't have told his wife at the end of the day. No, no reason whatsoever. No, and, and, and that doesn't it, mean that he was B two aliens, then, does it? No, we're just saying that this no, is a valid yeah, point that he was somewhere else. Okay. He was not at the dentist. There was a certain <laughs> flaw in that <laughs> excuse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you see, the Eisenhower Presidential Library has detailed reports of all Eisenhower's medical and dental records, and there is no reference to a broken or chipped tooth or dentist visit related to the Palm Springs visit. The library also had copies of acknowledgements that were sent to everyone Eisenhower had contact with while in Palm Springs. And there were records of people who had met the airplane, people who sent flowers, the minister who gave the sermon at the Sunday service he attended, and others who played minor roles, but there is no proof of a note sent to a dentist. How and long has he gone for? Well, this is the other thing, he's gone like, he was missing. Mm. He was missing the whole afternoon. Like, like, like I, I don't, they, they never really specify, I've not seen any specific times he was missing from, I don't know whether it's the interview was. Several hours, and he went Saturday afternoon and came back the following morning. Yeah, yeah, so he was mm. missing from, well, he was missing at least 12 hours, well, you can presume. Yeah. The press is having a night off, it's not allowed a night off. No, he's the president. <laughs> Might have been a mistress. Could have been a mistress. But why was he missing? This is Eisenhower we're talking about. He wouldn't have done that. He's a stand-up guy. Know, do no, I don't. Five-star general. Five-star <laughs> general without a mistress. Never. <laughs> do you know that the Duke of Wellington slept with Napoleon's mistress after the Waterloo? Really? Yeah. <laughs> she said the Duke was a better lover. After Napoleon had died? No, after he'd lost the Battle of Waterloo. Oh, right. Not like okay. immediately afterwards. It yeah. was like when Wellington got to Paris. Hey, uh, last. I'm going to bang your missus. <laughs> I'm banging your mistress. He was sent into exile, wasn't he? That's right. St. Helena, a second time? Yeah, yeah. That's where he died, right? He did allegedly cancer, but there is evidence he was poisoned. Mm. Didn't want him coming back a third time. <laughs> or actually uh, going to South America creating a United States of South America and then potentially creating a global war superpower. That's a conspiracy theory, believe it or not. Never heard that Never heard that one. No. Anyway, so allegedly, well, William Cooper, now Bill Cooper I do have a lot of time for. He, he is literally the father of modern day conspiracy. He was in the Office of Naval Intelligence. Bill Cooper, he went on to do a radio show. Back, he was on the internet in the very early days. Didn't he write an important book? He wrote Behold a Pale Horse, which is literally the book that started all conspiracy theory. About aliens. About aliens. And because he'd read the documents, he was in the Office of Naval Intelligence. He got quite high clearance. That's documented that he had. He was in that rank and he had that clearance. But it could also be a plant. He doesn't know that he's been fed false information. Maybe, but at that point, he's, well, he's one of the boys, isn't he? He's got I think the he said level. later on, didn't in his life, he said he may have been told well, lies. It's a possibility. He, I, I think you'd call him a credible witness. 
Yeah, but again, was he made to see it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. As a disinformation. True. Like Bob Lazar, perhaps. Yeah, he's, he's one that... We haven't done Bob Lazar yet, have we, properly? Never heard of the guy. Oh, yeah. We did Area 51. We did we? Area 51 and touched right. on it. Basically, Bob Lazar is meant to have worked at Area 51, where he was participating in the back engineering of alien craft. Yeah, nobody had heard of Area 51 until... 89 was it when he came out and said this when stuff when he mentioned about it yeah mm. okay. I mean he's always been there yeah yeah but it was a secret base and nobody really knew about it now it's in the consciousness of everybody in the world isn't it but for a man who's meant to have worked on otherworldly craft and back engineered them there's not a trace of excitement in that man's voice <laughs> there's nothing he's one of the most boring men to listen to that I've ever listened to I believe him you off the fence on Bob Lazar? Yeah, what I'm trying to say is that... Claire, Mike's off the fence. Oh. He may have been shown that on purpose, and it's, you know, it's disinformation. Hmm. Or he's a literal disinformation plant. Or that. You know, in Bob Lazar's case, that's a possibility. Mm. Bill Cooper, I doubt it so much. But Bob Lazar, yeah, maybe... Bill Cooper's reviewed the documents that revealed that ETs had been had, had contact with Earth and they warned the Earth was on a path to self-destruction and they wanted to help effectuate a long-lasting peace. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's out of a mission, that, isn't it? Long-lasting peace. I think they've got to be meeting with more than just one president, haven't they, to get this going? You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Why didn't they go to the head of the UN? 54... America's the country with the most nuclear bombs. The Russians have oh, got it's the biggest superpower in the world. It's because it? it's if you're looking at superpower in terms of you would go to that, but yeah, I don't know. Make you don't more know sense what the Russians have got though, do you? But why not go to the UN? You don't know what the Americans got. Yeah, but if you were the aliens, you'd be able to see what they've all got. Yeah, let's say 1954. The the Americans have probably got a few hundred A bombs tops, enough to keep a few hundred bombers in the air at all times, doing the whole strategic air command thing. Yeah. When it comes to uh, the Russians, they've had they had a couple of years behind on the bombs, so they haven't yeah. got as many. I suppose when we're talking 1954, America would have been clearly the superpower, wouldn't they? Yeah, the most powerful out of the two superpowers in terms of certainly nuclear strength, anyway. And yeah, I suppose, weird, weren't they? I suppose mm. if they're kind of if you got, I mean, I'm just gonna say aliens because it's easier. If you've got aliens looking upon our Earth and going right. Obviously, they've got some kind of scanner to say right nuclear devices, blah 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 blah. Who's got the most power? Oh, they clearly have. We'll talk to them. Mm-hmm. And that's them why they design, chose yeah. America. And then obviously they've come down here, not realizing what a world of shit mm. well, it yeah. really is. Yeah, who fucked up the politics actually are? And then they've gone. This is why they haven't been back. Maybe because they, they've gone. <laughs> Oh, guys, here's what we need you to do to help yourselves. Please try. And they've gone, okay, man, well, no, no problem, no problem. Wow. And then That's a few years later, <laughs> That's not how it went, though, was that it? was the Yanks. And then they've gone, do you know what? This ain't working. They're not even, they're not even slightly. No, they're making bigger bombs now. Yeah, they're not even slightly helping themselves. Should we go back there and try again? There's no point. <laughs> <laughs> Should we get into the meeting? No, 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 no. 
Yeah. <laughs> the first meeting with the aliens and President Eisenhower occurred at Edwards Air Force Base in February 1954. Navy Commander Charles L. Suggs, I don't think he's the guy, any relation to the guy from Madness. <laughs> cool if he was. It would be. Reported that his father attended the meeting between Ike and the ETs. Eisenhower met with two Nordic aliens who were blue-eyed ETs, and a third one stood near the door as a lookout. Nordics, they are what they say on the tin. They're like me. Tall, blonde, blue eyes, you know, graceful, handsome. You're short, <laughs> You're short and got no hair, so that Well, you know. So they're more like me, then, well, really. They're quite pale. <laughs> Yeah, they're pale. Think like Thor in the Asgard in Nord Nordic legends. Just like me, then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one can see you flexing. That's not because this is an audio show. It's just that no one can see you flexing. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I, I was a bit perplexed by that. It's like so that Nordic. What is that? So that's what that means. Then essentially, you could imagine them just being like tall. Thor's, a bunch of tall Thor's. As opposed to the little yeah. grey guys with the big eyes. Yeah, the creepy sexless men. Mm. Their genitals. So they were essentially humanoid then? Yes, mm. which is, I think, I, in all fairness, I actually think that's how it'll go when we meet aliens, is they'll be humanoid. Yeah, it is. I don't think they'll be like weird blobs. Well, this is, we've developed how we've developed for that reason. Yeah. Because so it's the most efficient to do well, it's just chance. this, everything. No, it's, it's what it's our environment, isn't it? Yeah. Girls yeah. on environment, but we're still quite a, a sensible design. We wouldn't have des we yeah. wouldn't have our design. Yeah. We wouldn't have come around if it weren't for the dinosaurs being extinct. Yeah, well, the, yeah, true. But then the, the dinosaurs aliens, would have walked upright in a few million well, years. Yeah, but they don't look like us, do they? You've watched the Flintstones. Come on. Uh, yeah. You've watched, aliens, you love Super Mario Brothers. That's exactly what happens. If aliens would look like us, they'd have to have almost virtually I similar. Similar sort of conditions on their planet and have to evolve in pretty much similar, a similar way. way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And you think that's possible? And you I, think I there's some planets out there that have evolved the same as us, but millions of years before, so they're millions of years ahead of us in development. So they're the ones that would be likely to get to. But us. they would have had to have monkeys, and they would have had to. Yeah. No. Proto monkeys. We're not saying that. It's like just two arms, two legs, two eyes. You said human-like. Humanoid. So the human-shaped, upright, two arms, two legs, yeah. head, eyes, mouth, nose, kind of thing. A maybe, bit like, a maybe. Bit like what you see on Star Trek and things like that. Like you get these variations of humanoids that have got like slightly different shaped ears and things like that. Like your Spocks, and then yeah. you've got. I yeah, just think that's quite unrealistic. The, the, is it Ferengi? They do it because mm. it's just. Easier, isn't it? Well, yeah, right. Right. It's easier to say, oh, he's an alien. Yeah, it's right. pointy ears. He's not from Earth. It does involve cutting a lot of the legs off extras who are playing the aliens, too, if you want to put them in sort of a blob. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah cutting their arms and legs off and putting them in a jelly suit is, is a bit extreme. But that, Neil deGrasse... That's where the um, oh, uh, Family Guy dude, who's in the space show he did, can't think of what it's called. Oh, Seth yes. Uh, Seth MacFarlane, the space show he did. Yeah. What's it called? The Orville. The Orville. That was very good. I didn't see that actually. I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of solar opposites. But the blob, Neil deGrasse Tyson says that is probably the most realistic description of an alien. I've heard this as well, yeah. Because there could be something that we've never even conceived of. You said if the dinosaurs. We're only here because the dinosaurs died. So if the dinosaurs hadn't died, do you think they would have developed 
gone like really big brained and be wearing hot top hats and, and stuff. Who knows? Like speculation T-Rex in a top hat. Yeah. Like well, then you could, you could say that would be where like Super Mario Brothers, like, the way they portrayed that. Maybe you could have humanoid. Yeah. Will have come from that anyway, mm. but instead of being descendants of monkeys, they were descendants of whatever dinosaur. But then you would have to have dinosaurs that look a lot like monkeys that walked upright. And who knows that they didn't... Was it T-Rex sort of? Who knows that they wouldn't have? little arms in the front. You know what I mean? you you got your chickens that are very, very similar to your Velociraptor. So that's that's (laughs) how how they... You know what I mean? There's those kind of connections that you say, well... Alright, yeah. if a chicken was eight foot tall, they give chicken it teeth. Would essentially be teeth. a velociraptor. <laughs> but who wants an eight foot chicken with teeth coming at you? <laughs> exactly. They've reactivated their old sort of dinosaur <laughs> genes. They would give chicken teeth and Right, Claire, you remember the emu war we talked mm-hmm. about, yeah? yeah. How many rounds was it to bring down an emu? Eight three oh three rifle rounds, which is a big ass round. I was, I was just about to say nine, yeah. Eight or nine? Nine rounds per emu. Per emu? And you've got a swarm of fucking eight foot tall chickens with teeth coming at you? <laughs> Fuck that! Their body mass would be a hell of a lot more than an emu. Exactly! Yeah. Chickens waddling at you. Think of the yet. feasts afterwards, though, eh? KFC had never got a fucking yeah. business. Yum, yum, yum. Think of the eggs. <laughs> Ooh, yeah! But still, you wouldn't want to bunch of them herding together and get it loose. No. And then when you lob their heads off, they run around for another five minutes. Mm-hmm. Imagine, imagine taking a, an eight-foot chicken's head off with one shot from a Barrett yeah. sniper rifle, and it's still running round. There is a famous coming towards chicken. You, bashing into tanks. Mike the headless chicken. There was. He was fed to a drip, wasn't he? Yeah, he survived they for years after. Alive. Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking terrible. Him for a drip. <laughs> <laughs> no head. Yeah. Just kept it alive. And he was so didn't they're just proving that he didn't need a brain, weren't they? Really, and his body was just no. It wasn't his whole head, was it? It was like half his head had gone missing. <laughs> he, he, he didn't have a head. No, I'm pretty sure he had a little bit. Of a he head. had like a stump at the top of his neck, which was like his brain stem. That was it. Go online and look. Yeah, check it out. <laughs> Mike the chicken. Mike the headless chicken. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Right now, the discussions were polite between Eisenhower and the Nordics. And Eisenhower really wanted to effectuate a treaty with the aliens, but was too unwilling to agree to their demand that we cease testing nuclear weapons. That's what this boils down to. Basically, the Nordics said, hey, we'll give you enough technology to stop war, famine, and poverty. But you have to let everyone know that we're here as well. That's another thing. You have to let everyone know there's life. But you have to get rid of the nukes. We'll get rid of the nukes. No. And they said, nope, not getting doing that. Ivan might get the drop on us. Madness, in it? Yeah. We could have everlasting yes, peace yeah. now. If if, if that was if <laughs> living it's genuine, in a utopia, does make you think? Why the fuck didn't you? Like, what a psychotic cunt. Well, you've also got to look at the religious aspect. If everyone knew the other thing, if everyone it's the truth. To, if this is the truth, then fuck it. But it would bring down human society if everyone knew there was aliens they tomorrow. Nowadays, it wouldn't. In 1954, it would. Everyone would just go <laughs> to psychology. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been. Like mass yeah. panic. People would be throwing themselves at a building, the lot. It would have been chaos. <laughs> I don't think they would have yeah. done. If you were just watching the news and yeah. then, like, you know, Boris was there with a door dick. Yeah, no. You could have fucking. Ch- no way. In 2020, in, 20, in 2020, no, I'd be like, huh, look at that. 
1950. I always knew it. It's 1954, mate. Yeah. People aren't ready for that. They just fought Hitler. No, you are right. The whole you think even in 1954 you'd find 90 percent of people were religious. Yeah. You'd find a massive, massive majority of people were religious and went to the churches of each respectful religions, denominations, denominations, yeah. didn't matter. They would have gone to church every Sunday because even when I was growing up, it was still just about a thing. And even as a non-religious person, but you can still have still believe in God and aliens. Yeah, you could. Nowadays, yes, but friendly aliens. God Seventy years ago, not so much, mate. That was the thing. Seventy years ago, they were still really closed book. They were still struggling to believe space travel, and they they thought people might live on the moon. Do you know what I mean? That's how far back they were at that point. So you could imagine if they suddenly had aliens, the only. The only information they had about aliens at this point just sci-fi, Twilight Zone. No, what's the more the worlds, the worlds, and, 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 and the fifty sci-fi. <laughs> and fifty sci-fi always involved aliens invading us. Well, you only have to think about what uproar putting out the show War of the Worlds on live radio created. Yeah, that created mass panic mm. because people thought it was really happening, and it was only like at some point in it when they realised, oh, this is a story. But by that time, it caused like small riots and people had shot up a water tower thinking it was a I, tripod. Was just look at the alternative. Look at the world's gone to shit since 1954. Yeah. Oh, mate. he obviously made the wrong choice, didn't he? Captain <laughs> Hindsight would be the best superhero ever. Yeah. He's he's in South Park, isn't he? Exactly. And that that's where I that's where I got him from. But he would be the best superhero. Well, I don't ever. think it's a hard choice. Give up your nukes. Or have yeah. world he peace. Could have, he could have well sold that. See, to the, the thing is, in them they? days, yeah. they didn't understand the consequence of nukes. Whereas now, we really do understand the consequence of nukes. That's another valid point. Nineteen fifty-four. They're still testing down the road from Las Vegas. Yeah, they didn't even realise the consequence of what they'd done to Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They hadn't realised at that point, nearly ten years, nineteen forty-five. Five when it was bombed, so nine years, years later, they yeah. still weren't quite sure of the impact. <laughs> they were pretty sure. No, no. Japan like, were allies. From the no, no, totally the radiation, the birth defects, the cancers, things like that. Not the long term effects. Not the long term, okay, I'll give you they, that. They, yeah. they really were. The short term effects, they definitely did. Oh, yeah. City goes by. Yeah. Yeah. But that was kind of still was in their mind. City goes by, people get sick for a little while afterwards. Obviously, we know now. Well, they were testing the, the Marshall Islands at this the point. The nukes then. They were nine nuking. Years later. They were nuking the Marshall Islands yeah. and testing it on the natives yeah, yeah. to see what the radiation did. Yeah. Well, and let's not forget the the fleets, the old warships lined up with chickens, pigs, cows, sheep, right, everything. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. even soldiers they were sending in, weren't they? Well, I mean, we sent we sent airmen to fly yeah. through um, nuclear blast, nuclear mushroom, through the mushroom clouds. clouds. Yeah, yeah. You know the atomic test the that was storms and all that that yeah. they create and yeah, fuck that <laughs> exactly. I mean, when they did the first H bomb, they miscalculated its power. The guys in the bunker were like, "It was brown trousers time for them mm. at one point." They thought it was going, <laughs> they thought it was going to come to overtake them, but it literally vaporized. It was much bigger than they thought. They were like, "Shit, yeah. we've got to tone that down." Yeah. Then the Russians did the Tsar bomber, which was the biggest one they'd ever done. That was fifty megatons. Do you think nine years later, how much more powerful? The bombs are. Because the, the first one they created 
was tiny in comparison. Yeah. Like, yeah. one of our nukes now, for instance, one of the nukes oh, that God. we have... How many times more powerful well, than the Hiroshima bomb? talking about 100 times more powerful. They weren't even a megaton, they? And one of our missiles no. holds te- 12 of them. Yeah. That can pinpoint to any point it wants within the globe kind of thing all star all star bloody yeah. that's it now then yeah. you've got to fly a plane over there yeah. and drop it yeah. manually so I definitely think he's made the wrong fucking decision personally yeah, yeah 100% well yes in hindsight but at the same time it still would have western society would no, have stumbled no in hindsight the same po- at that point either, either way at that what point he should have gone I, I, yeah. I'd, have, I'd have gone with it I'd have gone with yeah. it yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd have gone with it I'm just trying to fight devil's advocate here yeah that it probably would have brought down... Western society would have stumbled for a long time because all of a sudden you've got no religion anymore. Yeah, totally. This is it. This is where society would have crumbled because yeah. the panic, the mass The panic. economy would have gone completely it because you don't need a... Co- the, no, the econ- every, every world economy would have collapsed and caused poverty until you got this shit... Did that in 2008 anyway? Until you got this technology <laughs> properly distributed. Right. Because let's say you've got replicators, well that's great, but now my money's worthless and I can't buy anything. Let's just run this through. So you find out in the, the, the local newspaper there's now aliens and Nordics. You then throw the newspaper out of your hand and start going crazy down the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to run this through how it really work, you know, in this yeah. apocalyptic... There'd be protests, there'd be riots. So do we know what these aliens' motives are when we've just given up our nukes? Yeah. This is where the panic would set in because be, there'd be so many people saying, no, you can't give up our weapons now because you've just said, yeah, come and get us. Because in people's minds, that's all they're thinking. Yeah, be that's the Cold War mentality. There'd be a minority turning up at Washington and all that, like no, protesting I think it'd have been that. A, it would have been a majority in them days. You can't think of it as now because now we're all a lot more open-minded. So nowadays, we probably would be like, but they're not oh, gonna let's hear them out. Let's see, and if not, we'll give your asses. I see what you're saying. I they're see what you're saying. They're not going to sell it as panic. They're going to sell it as this is a good thing. Yeah, but people yeah. aren't going to believe it, are they? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people aren't, but I see what you mean. If they're interdimensional aliens with higher technology. Well, just what? extraterrestrials. Mm-hmm. No one's interdimensional, just from space. All right, whatever. They're still going to be highly, more highly advanced than we are. They more so, likely have to be interdimensional, though than space aliens that have managed to travel here from wherever they are, because to travel here from wherever they are would take years, no matter how, even at light speed. Yeah, without thinking. It would have to be something that can travel faster than light speed. Might be able to open up wormholes, you see. But I I think the interdimensional thing is probably more likely than there's some discovery on... But then surely you need more power to get through whatever's in between dimensions rather than... Well, the other possibility that Einstein made a mistake and you can go faster than light, which yeah. is what the guy from Leah yeah. said. Yeah, and there the we go. Said, well, you know, they corrected the mistake and now you can. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, my point is, if if we had nukes, it might not do anything to them anyway. It might be able to just no. disable them all anyway. That's about it. That's also well, a valid point. Fair, but it's still getting here. So it's like, well, we give <laughs> we give by nukes, or they're going to disable them anyway and, and take us over. Either we do it in peace, or they're going to be. Yeah. Good job, these are the peaceful ones then. <laughs> but they might not be, they might be lying. Well, they, yeah, they, with, as far as we're aware, the space it could be like really good. the old 80s series, The Lizard People. I've, I've brushed oh, across it, yeah. It is, it's great, actually, to be fair, I love it. Oh, isn't how I was having afternoon tea with them, obviously? <laughs> <laughs> there is a corroborating story to the ET meeting with Ike at Edwards Air Force Base. The accuracy, this is different, that was Holloman, this is Edwards now. Right. 
A man named Gerald Light wrote a letter in 1954 claiming to have been an eyewitness. This one isn't as... This is just off one dude's letter, admittedly. And it's questionable. I admit that. He claimed to have been an eyewitness to the Edwards Air Force Base meeting between Eisenhower and the ETs. Light provided details such as watching Air Force officials studying five aircraft with the permission of their alien owners, which I guess would make sense. Have a look at our shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Well, it'd be the first thing you'd ask, wouldn't it? Yeah. Can I have a look around your ship, please? Yeah. <laughs> yes, but do not touch. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Some question the credibility of Light's report since he was known to have a love of the occult and claimed to be a clairvoyant. But others like Mead Lane, the former director of Borderlands Sciences Research Foundation, confirms and believes Light did know firsthand what occurred. Now, this is going to be with the Greys. Yeah. meeting with at this point. So we said no to the Nordics. We said no to the Nordics. Now the Greys have popped up. Yeah, the Greys have come along. Because maybe it is a bit like Star Trek and you've got mm. different... So you've got the Nordics and the Intergalactic Federation of Hippie Love. Federation of Light. Federation of Light. Vrillon. Vrillian. Vrillon. Vrillon, sorry. He was a space Jesus. Isn't Jesus in that as well? Jesus was an alien according to that Oh, yeah, theory. he was like... Yeah. The Empire... Then you've got the Empire, <laughs> and perhaps you've got the Greys off to the side, like the little Ferengi, the little sneaky fuckers. Aren't they the slaves of the reptiles, the reptilians? Allegedly so. There's also a theory that they're robots or drones who've never seen the actual Greys themselves. There's about 80 right. alien races, apparently. Known. Known within the UFO community. That's true. So, Holloman Air Force Base, there were several eyewitness accounts of a second meeting between Ike and the ETs at Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico, which is only around 120 miles from the well-known Roswell incident. Ooh. Ooh. And it's remote, isn't it? New Mexico. Very remote. Yeah, we've done an episode on Roswell. Go back and check if you're yep. interested. Now, in February 1955, approximately 300 people saw Air Force One land at Holloman Air Force Base and taxi back out to the end of the runway. Shortly after the plane landed, the pilot instructed the tower to turn off all radar while the President's plane was on the tarmac. Shortly after Air Force One landed and the radar was turned off, three round objects were seen in the sky. One landed around 200 feet in front of Air Force One, Another hovered over the area as though keeping watch, and a third one disappeared from visibility. A man presumed to be Eisenhower descended the steps of Air Force One. Well, surely it's only Eisenhower flying Air Force One at this point, isn't it? There isn't two Air Force Ones, is there? There is, but one's only as a decoy or backup. Yeah. Okay. Actually, there might be three or four. You never know, do you, really? But... Air Force One is Air Force One, isn't it? Yeah. You'd have thought, if it's landing at the base like that, He's getting off it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. He apparently he's wearing a hat. That's why they couldn't tell if it was him. That's mm. an important factor to mention, because later on we do get witnesses recognising him. So he was seen shaking hands with a being at the door of the saucer, then entering through the unusual saucer-shaped aircraft. Ike was in the saucer for about 45 minutes. When he left, he was not wearing the hat and was clearly visible to many observers. All witnesses recognised him as President Eisenhower. 300 witnesses to this. Could have been a clone. Well, fuck me, yeah, it could have. You're right. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> you could be absolutely right. I bet one of the aliens are going to like that hat. <laughs> <laughs> Part of these negotiations are human and I want your hat. <laughs> Very nice hat. <laughs> what is this you wear on your head? 
<laughs> why, why do you do this in this world? Oh, let me try. Because every every creature would have to try a hat on, wouldn't they? If they've never seen a hat before. Yeah. I don't think they're going to let the president go on that ship alone. If this isn't the first meeting... Meet, it's the first meeting with the, with the Greys, isn't it? Okay. It's met with the Nordics. Yeah. I just don't think they're going to let the president go on there for 45 minutes. Now these ones is actually these ones is the Nordics. Oh, is it? Yes. So you'd meet with the Greys again after. Okay. So no. this is the. So this is the Nordics. So maybe these. No, are the ones just done there. He signed a treaty with the Greys. Yeah. Ultimately. Oh. Timothy Good, who was a respected author and former Pentagon consultant, came forward in 2012. I've got one of his books. Oh, it's called Earth: The Alien Agenda. Got a couple of his books: Beyond Top Secret and Earth: Beyond the Alien Agenda. Quite interesting. Mm. He discussed the purpose of these meetings, and the upshot is that these particular extraterrestrials, like many other ETs, apparently wanted peace, and they were trying to negotiate some sort of positive settlement for Earth's problems. Evidence indicates they wanted the US to discontinue testing nuclear weapons and give them up. First, they wanted the public to be told the truth about their existence. However, in the final treaty, they seemingly changed their minds and wanted to remain secret. So Eisenhower did screw us over then. Well, what happened if you did say yes? And it's, it's just going to take us a bit of time, but then, you know, all the, the ongoing war since then are trying to round up all the nukes on, you know, the weapons of mass destruction over the globe, and that's fueled the USA for all these years. Nah, because um, the Americans have got the largest one. Well, at one point, they peaked about 17,000 nuclear weapons, or something else they've ever had. I think they've got a little bit less now, but. The Russians and the Americans are rearming, if anything. Mm. Yep. Trump walked out of that treaty, didn't he? Yeah, he did. On proliferation. Because the Russians are rebuilding, and he says, well, well, I'm not sitting here and rebuild, not rebuilding, while the Russians are rebuilding. They got that, that Lucifer 2 rocket. Lucifer 2. It was Lucifer 1. This one's Lucifer 2. It's bigger, better, and redder. <laughs> Ultimately, however, Eisenhower signed a treaty with an alien race called the Greys. Everyone knows the Greys. We all familiar with the Greys. Listener, if you're listening to this and you don't know what the Greys are, then you better go and watch the X-Files or something. <laughs> the terms of the treaty are reported to have been. Number one, we will not be involved in their affairs. They will not become involved in ours. Makes sense. Yeah. Two, they would help us with developing our technology. Again, you want some kind of... Uh, Gimme, 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 don't mm. you? Mm. They would not make a treaty with any other nation on the Earth, which might account for why grey alien abductions account for something like 90% of the sightings in America. Okay. And not so much elsewhere. They would abduct humans for various experiments, but had to provide names of all those they abducted to Earth's Majestic 12 Committee. What a cunt. Mm-hmm. The, the deal was that the aliens would return the human unharmed and with no memory of the event. It doesn't Still invasive surgery, though. It doesn't always happen, as it seems apparent. No. And obviously, they, they were alleged to abduct 400 a year originally. I think the aliens got a bit tardy on their paperwork, or they just cheated the numbers. They're abducting more? They're abducting more, yeah. Or... Other aliens clocked onto the knowledge of this and said, Oh, we'll abduct a few aliens now because it will go unnoticed. 
they'll just put it down to the grave. Humans, like aliens. we can. Yeah. Well, they're aliens to they're, we're aliens to the yeah. aliens. Sorry, I'm, I'm yeah. being literal. Okay, so we, yeah. they could abduct the humans. Yeah. Without the like under the guise mm. of the greys, and nobody would bat an eye because they just think, oh, it's the greys doing what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Whereas yeah. these other aliens aren't anything to do with the greys, but obviously have the knowledge. So maybe that that could that could explain then the ones that come back that do have the horrifying memories of things because they've not signed up this treaty that says they'll they'll no, they'll never remember anything yeah. blah 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 and these other aliens maybe haven't got quite as good a technology but or maybe they just don't care as much or they don't care as and much and that might that does tie into the theory the greys aren't actually biological they're some kind of robot yeah some kind of slave caste Mm. Oh, it's a mask. It's simple as that. You know, um, you fire in the sky. Mm. Mm. You know, there was them alien masks hanging up on the wall, wasn't there? Big face, big eyes, little mouth. Or it's a load of bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also quite possible. Well, now apparently in 1964, three UFOs flew into the airspace at Holloman Air Force Base. They were tracked on radar and actually captured on film. One seemed to wobble and eventually landed at the Air Force Base and three humanoids with blue-grey complexions dressed in tight-fitting flight suits were met by the Air Force Base commander and four other officers. The aliens stayed for several days and their aircraft was reportedly repaired. What was discussed in the meeting is still a mystery. It's also still a mystery as to why so many people could have been involved in the meetings and to date so few people have broken their silence. So that signing of the documents meant something back in then, didn't it? In the 50s. But they were also handed a big wad of money. That's also a possibility. Time. And a promotion. If you watch the Black, the the Blue Book project, you kind of see that in it. That there's a lot of money handed over whilst also getting them to sign some things. Like, look, we've made this sweet for yeah. you. You'll keep your mouth shut. And they, they, they did apparently do a lot of that. Mm. So uh, with all like the Roswell and things like that, there was a lot of paid cover-ups, and this is maybe why people did keep quiet because they were quite happy to keep quiet because mm-hmm. they were getting fed money as and when. If they and said then, anything, yeah. they lost that. And if there's ever a time when uh, budgets are literally <laughs> limited, it's in 1950s and 1960s America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they were printing money for themselves, essentially, weren't they? Mm. There was no real value to them. It was just bits of paper and they could give as much as one thing away. They were in charge of their own banks and money and everything, weren't they? Yeah, 1950s America, they were. The banks had been deregulated then. Yeah. Yeah, what time? So, now there may have been a time when alien cover-ups were beneficial for the safety of the country and the planet, but is it still necessary in modern times? No, I don't think it is. No. Like I was saying earlier, like I think nowadays we're a lot more open, and I think we'd be a lot more accepting of it. And to be honest, well, yeah, because we've been blasting be alien propaganda since the nineteen forties, haven't not, we? Do you think what what we've yeah, been putting true. up with, what we've been putting up with, most people will probably be like, well, let's have a fresh sense of perspective, shall we? Let's early. let's let's have a new leader. Yeah, we'll listen to you, Zork. No worries, <laughs> <laughs> you can't be worse than Boris or yeah. Trump or or old man Biden. So, 
Well, there's two ways for us to go now, isn't there? It's either Star Trek or Star or, Wars or Mad Max <laughs> or Battlestar Galactica. Well, no, I mean, if we carry on with the way we're going, no, then, yeah, yeah, you're right. There's going to be no fucking, you know, the planet's going to be fucked, isn't it? It's going to be like Mad if Max. If this, if this yeah. is genuine, if what's being, talk, it? if what these, tre- if these treaties, so-called treaties, were genuine, and there was aliens trying to help us out, to push us upon to the correct path then you are 100% right. It's going to go one of two ways. They're either going to maybe give it another try and say, okay, there's a new generation. Let's see if these will buy it. Yeah. Or they've washed their hands with us mm-hmm. and the only other way is... So they're going to be nuclear war or climate change going to kill us? style yeah. apocalypse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where most of the people are going to die for one reason or another and it's going to be small pockets of humans trying fighting for survival and then hopefully the Nordics will turn up again Mm. (laughs) yeah and help those last few survivors saying right you've had it really shit now ER this is what we've been asking you to do for years do you want to do it now yes please yes please (laughs) none of us have got any nukes or know how to use them at that point anyway we're going to just maintain cars at this point so Nuclear weapons are putting our third arms. It might be handy <laughs> because we might be extra, have to hold these extra special guns that they give us. Or <laughs> hopefully, the mutations will help. I think what it boils down to is all the Nordics are prepared to offer us like all this wonderful Star Trek future. The Greys weren't so concerned about that, and now it's like we'll out push your technology. We'll give it a rapid upscale. And we want to probe the asses of we want civilians. To, yeah, we want to do some medical experiments on your civilians. We'll, you know, so, you know, the stealth bomber, maybe that's a possibility now, a lot faster than it would have been. You only have to think of computers, mate. That's what I mean. All our tech... How we went fast through, it is rapidly, rapidly... It's gotten faster and faster and faster in increasing technology. Yeah, and we jumped massively. In this past 100 years, we've gone... More than we've got in 2,000 years, in yeah. 100 years. Mm-hmm. This is where I buy into this. Yeah. It, it, but it also does, like, other, you know, when we, Claire, we've, me and you have talked about this, the ancient astronaut theory, mm. where we don't think that aliens built the pyramids and we think we're doing ourselves a disservice yeah. by saying that we could we could build the pyramids if we wanted to at that point because people just can't imagine the scale of that operation. You know, 10,000 blokes pulling a fucking block encouraged by some other blokes with big whips. Like a whip. <laughs> yeah. You know, you'd be surprised what the human body can do when it's being encouraged like that and there's 10,000 of you. Me and Claire think we're doing ourselves a disservice yeah. as humanity. But at the same time, as you say, we've come so far. Look at 1850. We're still trying around on horses. All right? We've got a few steam engines knocking around. Other than that, everything's horse-powered. Yeah, but do you know why? It's because we know more about the world because of physics. We understand things. We, we know how to get things in the air. That was a major. Yes, all right. But, uh, but turning point. But we went it? from 1902 or 1901, the first flight, which was like 28 feet, to 1967, putting a man on the moon. Mm. That's a big jump. Yeah. Massively, isn't it? And I what know that science improved. It's the hardest to do from not understanding it to be able to get in the air. Once you get in the air, then new things open up to you, don't they? There's a lot of trial and error involved, though. I guess the same with like microchips and things like that. Once you start being able to make them smaller, you yeah. know you understand how to make them smaller. Yeah. 
Yeah. But but I can see there has been such a rapid increase. Yeah. I think it's just our understanding of the world. Could so we know. There, could there have been and we had influence. Stephen Hawking, didn't we? Yeah. And Einstein. And How do you know he wasn't an influence from outer space? How do you know he wasn't a Nordic? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> No, but you know what I mean? Like, how do you know that some of these great, great minds aren't one of these... Or they receive some kind of message. Or, ...or being used as a vessel yeah. almost well, we know, from the aliens? Cause oh, look at Tesla. You don't know, do If you? Tesla's ideas had been put in, we'd all have free electricity. That was what he was working towards. There's a yeah. lot of evidence mm, to suggest yeah. that he'd, he'd got there. We just had to have testicles stuck in along every so many hundred miles. I'm just saying we've we've bridged that gap with some really clever people along the way that have yeah. stood on the shoulders of the giants before them, like Newton and that. Yeah. You know, and and they put the the bits together that have yeah. you know which has forwarded our education in. Mm-hmm. in I, I, I agree, in like, but we understand the world now more than we ever did. Yeah, we've got space telescopes. We say that the, the technology for that wasn't pushed along by this deal. Well, it wasn't because we had. We had telescopes in the 16th century. Yeah, I know. Space telescopes, you know, things were rocketed up there and, and they sit around in a geostationary orbit, the microchips yeah. communicate to the air. Once you get something in the air, what I'm going to say is that that opens up other possibilities that weren't there before. That's why it took thousands of years. You couldn't get anything in the air. What about Icarus? <laughs> anyway, what do we think about this? I, Did he meet aliens? See, this is the thing... I just, my main I'm on the fence I'm on the fence this is my point you see is I don't want to do us a disservice by saying we couldn't have got there by ourselves but at the same time I also think that the the technology the the explosion of technology in the last 50 something years 60, 70 years has been too fast for us to handle and I do think there's a possibility that maybe we were given a slight push if this meeting happened does that make sense? Yeah, well, I just think, think it's too weak an argument. If you think it, the size of a computer, and it's, it's only one, for instance, but the size of a computer in the 1950s was filled this room that could do a simple yeah, but mathematics The hardest equation. thing was making the computer in the first place. Once you understand computers, then you can improve on them. Yeah, but do you think maybe they might have come in and gone... They might have done. Here's a microchip. It, this is how you do this. Well, I think it can be explained And then otherwise. all of a sudden we started being able to make them... A lot more powerful and a lot more smaller, and then that's increased yeah, rapidly. I do see where you're coming from, Mike. Yeah. I honestly do. I, I because I think well, because you know how to make it. The next version, smaller, faster, cheaper, better, and the version after that is smaller, faster, cheaper, yeah. better. If they'd have met now, Bill it, Gates, I'd have. How do you know Bill Gates isn't alien? He does exactly. have an oddly shaped head. Yeah. Also went to Epstein's Island. David Hawking. Didn't yeah, he? I don't know. Did he? Yeah. Well, yeah, he had no choice, someone was pushing him. <laughs> <laughs> he met a lot of scientists there. No disrespect. Interesting. Great man. <laughs> Matt Groening. In his submarine, apparently. <laughs> well, I can see why Hawking will go along then, because he's like, well, I've never been in a submarine before. That's pretty yeah. fucking sweet, isn't it? Yeah. Thing is, he. Genesis, he... wasn't he? Yeah. Epstein. Epstein. Yeah. And that's why he was trying to get these scientists to do yeah. eugenic shit for him. And most of them went, uh, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. yeah. There was a little experiment in 1930s, 1940s <laughs> Germany. It didn't oh. go so well. <laughs> oh. Cheers for the go on the sub. Yeah. 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 Thank you for the sub ride. <laughs> <laughs> 
I do think we deal better with an alien revelation now. I think we're more ready for it than we've ever been. But bring them on, mate. Let them, let them make contact because hopefully they'll hear this. They'll hear <laughs> this podcast and go, "They're ready." <laughs> Just remember, Ben, Mike, Claire, and Pete. <laughs> well, I'm not going to be jumping out the window. Come and have a chat anytime <laughs> yeah. you like. Not, not, not off the third floor, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on the fence with this, but I'm I'm more a son. If we met and we made an agreement with them, and we must have got something in return for that agreement, whether that's adds up, doesn't it? It adds up. If you if you're led to believe what they say is true, the people that have been abducted, that it does add up. So. They could have quite easily picked up on that. And that radiation goes up, it goes out. That shows the aliens so that we're like at radiation rivals anyway. We? We're at a higher level of tech now, and we've got the potential to destroy ourselves as well as destroy other planets if we wanted yeah, to. Yeah. So maybe that's the time when they choose to get involved when we've a got that tech strike. level. <laughs> it's like you know, you've got a choice now. You can either go down the war route, or you can take the route that we all did mm. and look at us. Give up the nukes, and Look we'll you can and, and you can become in and join our federation and have all you got all well, this. We're the dark side, haven't we? We've gone with the greys. And we've gone with the greys because all they wanted to do was you can carry on with the nuclear yeah. testing. Hey, guess what? You know that fucking SR seventy one you've been trying to build. We can help you do that. There is a theory that the greys are us from the future. Yeah, they've come. That's why they're taking <laughs> our seed and our eggs because the human race has become so infertile they need they've got to come back in time to take our biological samples to, so they can keep breeding yeah there is that theory as well it's see that deep. that can yeah. always that can always follow Battlestar Galactica if anybody's watched that I have but it was a long time ago the movies or the series well the the new oh, I haven't seen the new one I haven't seen the new I've seen the old movies, movies. Yeah, hmm? the old movies. Was there, movie? there was like two or three movies of Battlestar Galactica. Uh, the little yeah. robot. Yeah. yeah, there was like two or three uh, movies. Yeah. No, the new Battlestar Galactica was really good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Really yeah. good. The fracking machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They wouldn't say fuck, but they said frack. Yeah, frack. Everyone, oh, this is like Judge, Judge Dredd, though, isn't it? Drock and Feck and... No, yeah. Feck. Frock. Feck's... Um, Feck's Father Ted. Father Ted, yeah. Feck. Feck. Watch that the other day. Drink. Claire, what are you... Yeah. Nah, it's not happening for me. No, it's not yeah. for you. Is that because you don't you don't think we needed the help? I just can't see it happening. Why would a president, you know, do that? I think it, that thing with the 300 people was possibly staged... The crack. Mm. Disinformation. Yeah. We got all our tech from the Nazis at that point, though, haven't we? So you think, well, how far were the Nazis ahead then? Were the Nazis meeting with aliens? Well, there's another podcast for the <laughs> day, and I could probably do one on that. Because <laughs> they had some uh, advanced Did tech. Uh, mean, meet the spaceman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's end the show on some fucked up facts. Facts, 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 Honestly, that is just people taking pictures of their fucking food yeah, and putting it on Facebook. I'm not saying lips. they're good quality photographs. <laughs> <laughs> Duck pouting. Oh, I can believe it.
10% of all the photos ever I suppose also, let's face it, that, you know, there wasn't like people were knocking out photographs like they are nowadays. I mean, it took like an hour and I had to stand still for an hour and a half for it to develop. Back when they first did smiling it. either. Not smiling, just... You'd have to go pay to get them developed, didn't you? It used to take a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah, yeah after you'd stood still for an hour and a half. Do you mean stood still? You had to, back back even with an Civil hour War times. Civil War oh, times, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but even with an hour lifetime, like you say, you'd have mm. to get them, put them in your camera. It would load it. It would load up the reel and sometimes put it, in a little it would box. jam and so couldn't and take post it out that. in the sunlight. You have to do it somewhere really dark and get it straight in the the cap bloody little mm. holder and well, oh. that, that percentage will decrease over time, won't it? Yeah, but it was harder to make photos, really. Wasn't it? I mean, anyway, let's say you go on holiday as a kid. And you've got film in the camera back then. There's only 30 shots per roll. How many rolls did someone take? You used to save the moment for a photo, didn't you? Yeah. Now it's just like, oh, I can make, I can literally take as many photos as I want at any one time until my phone storage runs out. Mm. Next. Yeah. Mm. Road signs in the Austrian village of Fucking mm. are made out of concrete to prevent robberies. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's not. It's a fucked up fact in the sense that that has to happen. But yeah, that is just, <laughs> yeah quality. Everyone wants a fucking road sign. Yeah. If you earn more than eighteen thousand dollars a year, you are among the four percent richest people in the world. Boom. Whoa. Sweet. Just goes to show how many fucking poor people there are in the world. Yeah. So I'm in the four percent. Fifty percent are on the either starving or on the breadline, aren't they? Shocking, isn't it? But I'm in but the four percent. You're in the top four percent. Okay, so things. when when you think China, a couple of billion people, the vast well, China's majority becoming of China, very wealthy at the moment. But the vast majority of China yeah. is not not wealthy no. at all. No, they're buying all the buying all the fucking selling all the PPE. That's yeah. why COVID spreading bastards. In, you got India. There's only a billion people there. Africa. Africa's, yeah. If all of Africa ever united, they'd be like a global powerhouse. It'd be amazing. Never gonna happen, though, is it? Nah. Southeast Asia, Indonesia, and the Philippines, and all that. There's a lot of people there. Same as South America, really goes that together. Yeah. It's almost like these people were put in charge to keep the country down, where we could siphon the resources out of there, isn't it? Hmm. 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 Stroking my long beard that I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Every year, more than 7,000 people in the USA die, and 1.5 million worsen their condition due to the unreadable handwriting of doctors. How many people die? 7,000. So, because the doctor wrote something really bad, wrote the prescription out, yeah. and the pharmacist gave him the wrong thing. Yeah. Oh, that's bad luck. What a ridiculous <laughs> system to have! Isn't it? Mm. Well, especially now there's computers. Yeah, it's like, oh, we get a note from the doctors, the pharmacist, but the pharmacist can't fucking read it. What is the point? I mean, even we print ours out now. Yeah. All the doctor has to do is sign it. There's prescription pads in it. You, you, like everything's written on the spot in America. You'd hope that that falls drastically with the fact that technology is there. Well, the system they have been for a long time, but the system they have in America is. I've been watching a lot of Scrubs recently. 
they all have a pad, don't they, on them? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, all right, right, this patient needs this, so he start, scribbles it out, sends a nurse to the pharmacist, she goes and gets the drugs, comes back, he administers them. And obviously, his handwriting shit. Yeah. Mm. 7,000 a year, though, terrible. Mind you, they're Probably already happened old. here. It probably happens, yeah, yeah. It would have happened here as well, guaranteed. Yeah. We might have the same system on the ward, maybe our doctor's handwriting slightly better. Yeah. One in ten kids in the world were conceived in an IKEA bed. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that not long ago. I like it though. It also shows what penetration. Yeah, IKEA has. Yeah. They are global, aren't they? I like IKEA. Do you? I don't. No. I like what they've uh, managed to achieve. I, I mean, uh, putting together one of their flat packs is a fucking mission. They had a set of drawers that killed, that killed over 100 infants. What? They had a set of drawers that killed over 100 infants. How? How? If they'd have put like, a bit of ballast at the bottom, yeah. like most cupboards have, but because it's so flimsy... They're climbing on it. They were climbing up it and it fell on, on them and, and killed... The thing Over is, it was probably infants. it was like Fucking an infant hell. bit of furniture, wasn't it? It was like a kid's furniture. Well, it was just a, you know a, a piece of bedroom furniture. Yeah. It took three of the infant's parents to take them to court, yeah, to get them, but they wouldn't recall them. That instead they sent out little little packs. So you can install. screw it, install it, and just screw it to the wall. Oh, fucking hell. And they encouraged anybody with this, it was called the Malam, to come back and get these, you know, these screws, mm. but wouldn't recall it and paid off, you know, quite a few of these mums and dads. Well, so I don't like Ikea. Okay, well, that's changed my opinion on them. Mm. And that thud you heard was Chester, he's the, the show mascot and he lives here, so sorry, you know, he made a noise. He's got more right to be here than we have. <laughs> this is quite a depressing. Oh, let's mix it up. Lower the tone. 40% of humanity don't even reach their first year of life. Mm. <sighs> Great. <laughs> yeah. So 40% of humanity, well, yeah, I suppose you've got high death rates in, on the African continent. Yeah. Places, well, places are the third world, essentially, haven't you? Places where people can't just get to a hospital to give birth, I guess. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hello, mate. Yeah, shocking, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Oh, I've made a friend. Yeah. Chester's like rubbing himself sexually against people. <laughs> Chester. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> if you dug a hole through the earth right. and jumped into it, does anyone know how long it would take you to fly at the other end? You wouldn't. Are we assuming the magma's not there? Yeah. Yeah, we're taking the magma out of the equation. Yeah. You wouldn't, though, would you? Because you'd get to the certain point where you'd go back. You'd let's get to the point it, where you'd be falling again, no, wouldn't you? No, no. Like, what would happen take it literally. is you would speed up until you hit the middle and then you would slow down as you come out the other end, I think. But then would you not slow down enough to then start falling again? I don't know. I think you'd be sat in the middle, in just going up and down, up I've and down. I've seen Neil deGrasse Tyson explain it and he did say he could go through, so I'm going with him. All right, I'm going I'm for 22 a... hours. <laughs> 22 <laughs> hours. Seven nope. hours. Nope. Four like, minutes. You're closer, but no. 24 minutes. Closer. An hour. No less. Claire. 33 minutes. 42 minutes and 12 seconds. Do you know what? I was going to say 42, <laughs> I said 24. I was just That's saying random numbers. 
Mm-hmm. So that's and how long plane, I reckon. To get across the world, you know, it takes yeah. quite some time. So if you could, that's a kind of device that goes to the earth. Yeah, well, you might as well just invent teleportation. Well, yeah, just invent. Why haven't we done that then, well, Ben? I'd rather have be teleported from point A to point B than because we can't get rid of the magma in the earth we can teleport things but they're tiny atoms so far I was say it's light part yeah well it's it still is. better than constructing a, a, some kind of tunnel through the magma at the centre of the earth well if you went sort of not through the middle but through one of the sides the heat would be, be terrific though wouldn't it yeah it probably would yeah it would be massive I suppose if your train breaks down halfway <laughs> through yeah right more than more okay final one the first circumcision was carried out in ancient Egypt. Right. And it was done with stone scissors. Oof! <laughs> oh dear! Oof! Stone? That could still I be. even make that, scissors out of stone. That could still, like stone, it could still be like sharpened onyx. Sharp flint. Flint. Flint, like, yeah. Yeah, it could still be quite sharp. Flint's pretty sharp. Yeah, yeah. I've cut myself on flint before now. Yeah, well, I'm just assuming that it's just yeah. a bit of stone you find in your garden, a bit of gravel. You but fuck it out. Onyx, obsidian, that kind of. Yeah, that stuff gets sharp. All the, all the volcanic glass. Why did you think that was a good idea? They hadn't reached bronze at that point. <laughs> why no, just did they, quit. Why did they think it was a good idea to cut oh. the end of his jimmy off? Um, might have been a medical procedure. Might have been a medical procedure, yeah. Might have been a... They needed it. Yeah. Maybe not cleaned inside it and the smegma had built up to such an extent that he had to... Snip it. Snip it. Yeah, maybe. To... Maybe there's that. Oh. I know, it sounds completely crude, but that would be a medical term, smegma. Yeah. No, I was just more revolted with letting it build up to the point where your foreskin doesn't retract. I've seen pictures. Through <laughs> <laughs> medical training, we had to. We were showing pictures of all sorts of things like that because you have to see it because you have to yeah. be. Yeah, I've never watched that embarrassing it. bodies. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, I watched uh, that. I try, not to. I try I, not to. I, I like to wear a Doctor Pimple Popper myself. Oh, oh right. see that stuff. That's no. I don't want to watch it, man. I don't want some watch someone get the pimple. No, don't want to see it, mm. thanks. I'm always just shocked at how much can physically come out of the human body. I watched this one with a cyst. It was like a fucking golf ball, man. Oh. It just slice it open and sque- you just have to squeeze a cyst out from the bottom. I'm glad my pizza's not turned up. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like, it was a fucking it was a golf ball-sized wound no. in the body. Like, yep. How the fuck does no one... I know why no one goes to the doctor to get that removed, because health insurance in the NHS, that wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. But... A lot of these people you see, you know, from different countries as well. That's like, mainly from America, with no, aren't they? With, with no, you know, no access to it. Mm. That's it. Mm. Some bloke I saw literally had a fucking melanoma on his fucking back that was like a humpback. You know, he wore a hoodie constantly. You wouldn't, yeah. To cover it up. Making me feel funny. Mm. Anyway, next. <laughs> That's, That's it. it. The fucked up facts this week. That's it. Okay. Should we call that the end? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been Ben, thanks so much for listening. Don't join the Frey Frey, don't join a cult and listen to us on SoundCloud and Spotify and we're on Facebook at Cunt of the Bull and the PTA. No. Cunt of the Bull and the Post of the Apocalypse. Yeah. Cunt of the Bull <laughs> and the PTA on SoundCloud. Yeah. That's yeah. where I always go wrong. And Apocalypse, Apocalypse Ball. Ball on YouTube. Follow us, like us, share us, subscribe us if you like what you hear. Message us. Message yeah. us. Yeah, if you ever want to say hey, who you are, where you're from, go ahead. Indeed. Indubitably. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. And I've been Claire. Keep an open mind, but not so open that it spills out your ears. Mm-hmm.
Dr. Pete. Everybody be happy and take care.